0: I actually had an idea of this kind of poster inspired by Jet Propulsion Laboratory pro- posters from a few years back for, for quite a some quite some time. Once again, the LEGO contest, contest was a push I needed to create the idea in Lego. Lego.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to Back to Brick. I'm your host, Garrett, and this is the podcast where we talk with fellow AFOLs from around the world about their LEGO designs and how they go about building them. And we also get down to the breaking news every Friday to talk about all the things LEGO has been up to for the past week. If you're a first-time listener, thank you for coming on. And if you're a long-time listener, thank you for sticking around. We really appreciate you spending time with us and listening to these great designers. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast listening app. It's Back to Brick Lego podcast, and you can find us on Spotify, Apple, or any of the other ones you'd listen to. You can also follow us at Back to Brick 2 on Instagram, and also check out our website at backtobrick.com. Today, we're going to have a designer interview with Jan, better known as john.carter.creations. I'll post his Instagram link in the show notes, as well as instructions for some of his creations. I just want to say, Jan, thank you for coming on today. Uh, how are you? Uh,
0: I'm, I'm great, Garrett. Thank you for inviting me.
1: No problem, Jan. I'm really pleased that you took the time to talk to us today. It's been fun to watch and look at your builds over the past few months, and well, we'll get down to how long you've been building. But for our guests, if you could, or excuse me, for our listeners, if you could just give a little bit of background of where you're from and what you like to build.
0: Oh, sure. I'm an apple from Poland. I've been building for several years now, uh, and um, my builds mostly focus on space and science fiction themes but i also build different stuff like uh, realistic historical scenes or automobiles um, mostly i build small things
1: awesome and i always start with a question of course that i'd love to know if you had a signature figure what would it look like and if there would be any utensils what would it have
0: Okay, I actually do have a signature figure in our Lego user group. We, we all have signature boxes we put on our exhibitions, uh, but it's a realistic one. If I had any of the minifigures released by Lego as my uh, sig, sig fig, uh, I think I'd go with Johnny Tender. He, he was always my personal hero when growing up. <laughs>
1: He was mine, too. I loved the adventure series, and it was always fun to, you know, see the pyramid style. And then when he went to the Orient, as it was called, very, very fun. That was a great event. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But that's a great character. Now, as you talked about, you've been building for a few years. When do you think you started building?
0: Well, I'm almost sure that I started when I was two years old and never stopped. Uh, I mean the first uh, the first set I got was a bucket of bricks. It was a freestyle series in the nineties, so that that was something like uh, 1996, 1995. I'm not sure. I can't remember that, but my parents say that I loved it. So uh, ever since then, I I was uh, being given a Legos, and <laughs> all sorts of Legos, and just ne- never stopped building with them. So some apples say they had these dark ages when they um, believe uh, Lego is um, too childish for them. i never experienced that for me. It was always building just more advanced and more advanced stuff.
1: So you've had sets, but when do you think you started building your own designs?
0: Well, uh, it's been always um, creating something new. I, I think that it actually started with this freestyle bucket because uh, if, you, if you're not familiar that was a kind of Great creator series in uh, lego and was and came without instructions so even my very first builds were were not sets were my own creations but uh, if you're asking about something who i would be actually willing to show to the outside world to the on the internet for example i'd say that um my first models were Oh, it was something like seven or eight years ago when I started posting on Flickr. I think. It might have been even longer than that. But something like eight years.
1: Okay. Uh, do you remember what that set was? I actually have the
0: bucket next to me. The set number was 4134. It was just a bucket of bricks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And that bucket of bricks uh, you've just kept, it seems. <laughs> yeah. So in these builds, you keep kind of expanding and, you know, you use Flickr and Instagram. But one of the first ones I see on your Instagram is looks like a rover defender, kind of with a really interesting spring suspension. What gave you that idea to do something like this?
0: Uh, I've always wanted to build Land Rover Defender. That's like my favorite car ever. I'm not much of a car guy, but mm-hmm. I really enjoy the rugged look of the Defender. Uh, and even more I enjoy Land Ro- Ro- Rovers in general, since my father uh, does have a Land Rover Discovery, I think, series 2. And the idea was to make it more or less minifig scale because I didn't want to go too big with uh, my first car model in, in many years. <laughs> uh, so um, I've aimed to make it Minifix scale. It, by coincidence, at the time, uh, in my look, there was a competition for vehicles in fix scale, so I, this, I was prompted to finish it quickly. All in all, the, this first version that appears on, as the first photo on my Instagram was finished in something like a month.
1: And this, you said, was for a competition, correct?
0: Yeah, that's right. It actually scored the second place, I think.
1: Oh, wow. Very nice. And then you've, you've just continued to do uh, competitions, I, I've seen. I've seen a few of your models in this. What do you think started the adventure into building for these contests?
0: oh personally i have a lot of ideas what to build but not much motivation to actually finish them when uh, starting so competitions uh, give this bit of a push towards finishing towards uh, getting things done uh, which is why i love them i really enjoy building uh, for contests yeah you you realize that many of builds on my instagram were built for competitions that, that the same case is with the Spales Builders, the Urs Kursemeyer, the fictive Separator, the, the multiple builds for the Vignu Week, week uh, which is run by Rebel Luke and which is another competition I really
1: loved. Have you experienced how to do these contests pretty well? Uh, I, I have seen and heard tons of people love the contest because um, they kind of get the challenge of doing something different.
0: Yeah, that's right. I would have never started, for example, building historical uh, scenes if this were not for the Vignuik. I'm mo- myself mostly a space guy.
1: <laughs> what drew you to doing uh, your more space builds?
0: I'd say that my the main motivation is my other big hobby, the the science fiction, the science fiction books and novels. So uh, in many cases, it's just. I love these aesthetics, I love um, these themes, so I want to recreate them with Lego. Sometimes it's recreating when I love some design from, I don't know, Star Wars, uh, for example. In some cases, it's just wanting to see, actually created something which I know only from the book descriptions. So, um, yeah, the the great works of science fiction uh, are my main motivation here.
1: And with those different motivations, is there like a favorite sci-fi book or series that you either have built or really want to build?
0: Well, I'd say that the, my favorite one is Star Wars. Definitely Star Wars. It's a large love uh, ever since I've seen it as a child. But it's so common, you know, right? like everyone is building Star Wars. It's, uh, it's hard to make anything impressive or unseen before in, in, in Star Wars. Outside of that, haven't actually gotten to building that, but I'm thinking about how to recreate something from Ada Palmer's uh, novels, the Terra Ignota series. It's well, it's one of the best books I, uh, book series I've read in a long time, and I absolutely love it, and would love to pay some homage by building um, some characters from there in Lego. That's on my short list at the moment.
1: I was going to say, I don't think I've read those books before.
0: If you like hard science fiction, I wholeheartedly commend it.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm still in the middle of, I finished the first book of Dune. I like the Dune series. So I think the next five is what I'm shooting to do.
0: (laughs) Good luck with that. I really enjoyed the first Dune uh, book, but never actually gotten around to reading more on the series. Maybe that's a good time right now with the movies coming.
1: Yeah, the movie came out here and I loved it. It was a great book and then a really good adaption for the movie. Yeah, the first, the first one
0: was great, definitely. Waiting for the next one.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's been fun, especially to see like people have started to build some of the models as well. So that's cool, especially for Lego fans, too.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, the ornithopter Doctor is something that I would love to see recreated in minifig scale, but would be a bit too large to my taste. Personally, <laughs> I, I think I will tr- one day I will try a mini- micro-scale ornithopter.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm trying to build, actually, is a micro-scale, because the big one, someone has already done it. It's beautiful, but it's, it's pretty big. Uh, they use some like large-scale blades because it's minifigure scale.
0: It, it would be a challenge to make the blades hold uh, in place. Yeah, yeah. Scale.
1: Something caught my eye on your Instagram is you, you've been doing a series, an adventure party series. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, so I don't want to screw it up. <laughs> but you oh. have like a band of minifigures all together with a flag. Let's talk about that. What What is this series? Oh,
0: that was actually a, a bit of collaboration uh, proposed by another Polish uh, Eiffel and Klotski Zapałem. That's his uh, Instagram nick. The idea is to Well, the name of the collab is Należy Zabrać Drużynę, which means you need to gather a team, and this kind of iconic quote from a Polish version of some classic RPG. I don't remember at the moment which one, Baldur's Gate maybe, or Gothic. Sorry, Uh, not big of a PC player myself. But the idea is to create a five or six minifigure band of adventurers in sort of classic DMD style or something a bit more exotic and pose them well. for I'd say that it's, it's a typical fig bar of collaboration.
1: Collaborations are fun, especially when you have the ability to work with someone, not only from your country, but others. That is cool, I didn't I didn't even know that, the, well, that's what it meant first off, because <laughs> I can't speak <laughs> Polish. Uh, <laughs> it's a very unique way to use the minifigures in different styles.
0: Yeah, that's right. I personally don't build too much fantasy. So that was, uh, in my case, a way around uh, to create a fantasy style Star Wars uh, crew as my part of the collaboration. You've got this uh, older knight slash hermit, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the the young Paladin, Luke Skywalker, and so on.
1: Yeah, yeah, very, very cool. And, you know, with those collaborations, you continue to build and uh, contests. It looks like you've also entered into Lego contests as well, specifically like with your URSA major. How did you come up with an artwork like that?
0: Oh, that was a long process from the, from the start to finish. Actually, the first version of uh, URSA was, I, I'd say, half as big as the finished one and much less sophisticated in the, uh, in the background and so on. I actually had an idea of this kind of poster inspired by Jet Propulsion Laboratory pro- posters from a few years back for, for quite, a some, quite some time. Once again, the LEGO contest was a push I needed to create the idea in actual bricks. So there was a bit of back and forth between my ideas and my community of fellow Athos who advised me on some steps uh, in this creation. We, without their uh, naysaying and encouragements, it would uh, probably look much, much more boring and much much less sophisticated. I, actually, it was one um, of my colleagues, Jet Boy. Uh, you can for him on Instagram too who gave me the idea of differing. I've never before heard this name, the, the, the concept, but it's generally the idea is to when you have two distinct colors and want to transition between them you add some smaller stripes between. That's, that's what I made with background in Ursa Major and I'm really happy with how it came out. So I'm I stick to that and I'm following this idea in, the, in my next poster-like creations.
1: I like it because it's it's not just flat, but it has a three dimensional aspect to it, and it's I guess my kind of like a cartoonish. I, I appreciate the color bands because it does add like depth and like if the sun is setting or you're leaving the atmosphere for yeah, the rocket true. and the <laughs> rover. It, it definitely is really cool, and I think any of these. I, there's even the Star Wars one, which is really really cool. Did, uh, did you come like up with that true. one? Did you come up with that one before the other two?
0: Uh, no, the initial one was the Ursa, and that that was the, okay. the first idea. All the other ideas are were after the contest. Actually, I'm currently working on the third installment of the space series. Next one, similar to Ursa and the Rover. And when that's finished, I'm gonna post all uh, the f- three of them as an ideas entry. So it it should be out by the time this podcast is is on air.
1: That would be so cool. I love the continuation of series like that, especially if they're, you know, well thought out like yours are. Cuz uh, you know, having I'm not very good cuz my brain is all over at all times. <laughs> but a series <laughs> kind of aligns people to see that and display them. Do you do you display them in your home?
0: Yeah, I have I have them on the shelf right next to me in my workroom slash Lego room.
1: <laughs> and you've even shared the instructions with people uh, for free. That's really nice. Did you just want to see if other people would download it and use it for them themselves and maybe send you pictures?
0: Yeah, I, I really enjoy the fact that some people are actually building this and showing pictures of their versions of Ursus. Some of them are making uh, really cool uh, improvements on the design. You've mentioned I'm uh, I'm sharing the instructions for free. I always have um, some qualms about uh, sharing my designs uh, and uh, ask, asking uh, money for uh, for Lego instructions. Uh, so that was uh, willing to ask for money for what I consider my uh, best designs. <laughs>
1: And, I mean, it is based on the workload. It, some of these designs take time, and some of them is pretty short. How do you start your design process? Do you have an idea and then just kind of start building, or do you take time to kind of nail out how you would like to do it?
0: Oh Well, we, since most of my builds are quite small, I um, don't spend a lot of time on the design stage, I'd say. I usually just grab some uh, bricks and start building. Um, and in most cases, I actually start with physical bricks. It's only when I'm, I'm lacking the core parts, I start with studio and then go to physical. But generally, all of my creations are built with uh, real bricks, bricks at some point. I use uh, studio a lot. It's a great program. I um, really recommend it to anybody who uh, wants to go digital with their Lego. And it's great for recolorings of models and creating instructions. But I personally, I need to see uh, the finished build uh, in Lego before I'm, I feel that the process is finished.
1: So most of the time you build a studio and then buy the bricks for it. Uh,
0: sometimes this way, sometimes the other way around. It,
1: I, I think that it mostly depends
0: on how complex the uh, idea is. If it's a simple idea, it's either for me to sketch it in studio, uh, verify if it works, and then build from uh, real-life bricks, uh, ordering um, from brickling as needed. But if it's complex and I'm not sure if I will be... Um, if it will hold in real life, uh, such as with Land Rover, I start with um, I start with a real life solution and only then sometimes I do create studio ver- uh, version just to do recolorings and instructions and so on. And sometimes I fully skip that part.
1: I guess that change is just based on the model, like you said. Uh, yeah, that's right. For most of my models,
0: I do not have studio file at all. For several of them, um, I do. And, but, in most, uh, but, but for them, in most cases, it was created after the initial model.
1: OK, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Because if you're building in real life, then you need to adjust. That's a, a good way to do that and make the instructions as well. And I would say it's probably harder with some of your minifigure builds. I'm looking at your Dr. Strangelove build. Uh, Uh, How did you think that one up specifically? It's really a fun playback, and you even used rubber band, which is cool. How did you get that concept?
0: So the Dr. Strangelove is, I think, my favorite Kubrick movie and one of my favorite movies of all time. And I wanted to pay, pay some homage to that. And and the idea was just to, since it was a black-and-white movie, I wanted to create a black-and-white installment for it, black-and-white mods, which uh, turned out to be much harder than I anticipated, since there's only so many uh, white uh, minifig heads and and black-and-white minifig bodies, Um, uh, so... In many cases, I had the choice to hunt a really rare part somewhere on Bricklink or go custom. I've decided on the first option. There are no custom bricks in that build, like in most of my builds. But uh, actually, that forced me to postpone it several times. So the, it was
1: under <laughs> uh, all the
0: bricks. This model Sorry?
1: So you could get all the bricks, like you said. Yeah, that's right.
0: So since the first bricks were laid down, uh, until it was finished, it took over a year, I think, with me hunting down um, the exact bricks I needed, mostly minifigure parts. But I'm quite happy with the result. Actually, I'm most happy with the way uh, I've created the map behind the minifigures. Uh, that use of string is something I'm quite proud of
1: <laughs> I like how it is just real brick I didn't know that uh, until I was looking at your Flickr beforehand that that's not a black-and-white photo you found those bricks to make it exactly in that form
0: yeah that's right I didn't want to cheat on that <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I can understand that. That's probably why it took that amount of time, like you said. Did, um, how did you position the arms? Because how did, how did, uh, he's got his arms thrown out, which is not a uh, typical way a minifigure stands. Yeah, that's
0: a simple trick I've, I must have seen uh, on, uh, at some other builders, mods. it's not my own idea. Uh, it's essentially using one piece of rubber put inside the body, since the rubber is quite short, it holds. Uh, it can hold um, uh, hands on the outside on both sides, so it doesn't fall off uh, on, on any side. It wouldn't work with a single uh, hand from that way. It needs a bit of, I'd say, counterweight. Is that the correct word?
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a. It's a balancing act, pretty much.
0: Yeah, more or less.
1: Then. With your builds, you, you kind of had to adjust to some of those in other cases, like you did a, the snow speeder, or excuse me, I guess it's the land speeder, with the teeny tiny uh, little figure of, of a stormtrooper.
0: I think they you, call it the speeder bike.
1: <laughs> yes, that's it. I should know Star Wars. But the speeder <laughs> bike, and you have some really tiny figure. How did you attach those? Because those look. Are those uh, the legs and arms made with Lego arms?
0: Okay, so the. Uh, yeah, uh, all the um, all arms and legs are made uh, using minifigure arms, uh, so they are attached to the spider itself. Like the hands are holding the um, the steering part, and the uh, legs are holding onto footstands. And the body itself is actually locked between those uh, hands, so it isn't attached directly to anything. It's it just locked in pla- place. By friction. So that's another balancing act in my models, but this one is surprisingly sturdy. It doesn't fall off even uh, when the, the, the shelf is moving or something like that. It holds pretty that's... well.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say that's uh, uh, just trying to adjust to it can be challenging, but it looks like it's, it stands up really well. Yeah, that's right.
0: I, actually, I think I should uh, go back to this idea, since it's like three or four years old already, and build another one vehicle with such a minifigure. I should write it down on my list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and for that, these builds, do you keep them all, or do you usually tear them apart? Um,
0: generally, the larger the build, the shorter it stays, stays put. There's the, the simply <laughs> uh, much more chance I will need some part uh in it uh, so this little speeder bike is uh still standing uh quite near but uh, many of larger builds like my lighthouse or something like uh, or some other over base plate builds are already uh, turned down and reused also the, the problem also the problem is uh, i have only so much space for displaying them and i really most mostly prefer to have them actually displayed so the visitors can see rather than put in boxes.
1: And that's usually how that works. Uh, you have to cannibalize to get some other parts. Yeah.
0: That's now, right. do you have any
1: other than the uh, space series that you're going to do a next installment of, do you have any uh, other builds in the works?
0: Oh, yeah. There are several builds uh, at the moment. Um. I'm working on, uh, for example, on um, some space cars slash uh, Blade Runner cars, uh, something in this style. Uh, that's um, um, a work in progress that I started like two years ago and haven't touched it in few months at the moment. So, mm-hmm. but I, I will finish that one. I will finish. I. It, that's an experiment if I can make it four stats and uh, one plate wide, <laughs> because this way uh, some, um, some colorings on the car would work uh, the best. But it's kind of difficult to build in, in these dimensions. Another one yeah. I have uh, at the moment in works is a bit obscure machine from uh, Star Wars that is the Basilisk War Droid from the.
1: Uh, ultra popular. A lot of people are doing Star Wars, so it changes it up so you stand out and show like, hey, there's more than just this standard LEGO Star Wars uh, build.
0: A bit, a bit, that's part of the idea, the, but the main drive is that it's, something, it's simply something that I enjoy and I haven't seen build uh, up to my standards. So you know if if there's like the best X, uh, x-wing in the world i personally don't feel uh, there's much to add to the, in the, to this idea and even though i really like the design of x-wings um I'm, I'm not gonna build myself one um soon but if there's some obscure machine which i personally really like and i haven't seen it built in lego it's it's a challenge
1: <laughs> yeah i I think that then you have to corner that, We well, don't corner the market, but you get to be the first in that market to say, hey, this is a cool build. I haven't seen it before. Maybe you'll like it too.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: In your other work, you also were a founding member of the WA underscore lug or the um, Warsaw lug. Uh, we call it Vavu. Vavu. <laughs> um,
0: it's a Warsaw user group.
1: Oh, okay, okay. And how was that? Do you enjoy uh, doing that?
0: Oh, I really like the social part of the hobby. Uh, You know, meeting other like-minded people and building something together. uh, I'd say that the most fun builds, maybe not my best, but the most fun definitely were the um, large collaborations with other affles, mostly affles from uh, Warsaw, but also, uh, affle, uh, other apples from all over Poland,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and I really liked. The part. Uh in last years, uh, uh, we've been organized as, as you mentioned, as Vavlook, the, the Warsaw Lego user group, group, and we've finally been recognized by uh, Lego, so we are official look uh, right now. Uh, But I'm also a member of Lukeball, which is a national-wide LEGO user group, and I also have a lot of friends there.
1: And so you get to travel, I mean, maybe not right now, but you usually can go and visit and kind of build together?
0: Uh, yeah, I actually do have a friend who's living like a few bus steps from me. And we generally do build together and um, mostly the collaborations for exhibitions. On the other uh, hand, we also tend to uh, run our look meetings uh, as, kind of, as uh, a bit of good opportunity to sort our bricks. So the, the idea is to meet at somebody's house help him sort his uh, collection, and next time we'll do another ones. So that, that's um, changing a really tedious and monotonous uh, job into a fun social experience.
1: That is fun. And that's what like, a LEGO community is about. You get to join together and, and build something really cool, uh, even if it's not just you know, LEGO, it's friendships.
0: <laughs> hey, well, well said, well said. Actually, one of my closest friends is, uh, at the moment is somebody whom I met uh, through, through Luke meetings. So that actually works out.
1: That's awesome. I, I love that you started a log. It- it's really cool. And that kind of leads into, as we wind down our interview, to my final question is, how do you think Lego has affected or changed your life?
0: Oh, that's... That's a big question. I find it a
1: bit difficult
0: to imagine my life uh, without Legos. I think that uh, the, the ma- main part is the social aspect theres there are so many people I've met through Lego whom I enjoy not only as fellow F- 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 but also as friends but the other the other part is uh, I'd say that Lego is, the, is my creative hobby and I believe that everybody needs some kind of creative outlet for their um their visions their um, their mind to ha- have a, um an actual effect on the world effect on the art and for me that's lego and I believe that if it were not lego, I would um, start writing or painting or i don't know painting uh, war game minifigures anything like that. So in this aspect, Lego is important, but it could be easily replaced.
1: It's your outlet and entry into art, w- the art world. And like you said, it's any medium you could have. But right now you've chosen Lego and it's, it's working out for you to kind of understand and see how you enjoy the, the Lego aspect and designing and see how many other people are the same.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. I really appreciate that Lego makes it much easier to create art.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And in a 3D way, like you said, so you build outwards instead of just on paper or, well, I guess just on paper since that's the 2D one, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it's really, that's really fun. Jan, I appreciate you coming on today. This is really fun to talk to you. Uh, I love that you've expanded and built, helped build the lug and continue on i can't wait to see these the latest addition to your uh, series on space and what you'll be posting on lego ideas um we'll continue to help you uh promote that but jan again thank you for spending time today with us it was a great pleasure to have you on
0: thank you very much for inviting me it was great talking to you
1: of course, and I appreciate your work. And for everyone out there, I hope you go and also appreciate it. It's dot creations and i'll put the link in the description you can also find his instructions on rebrickable either way this is a great designer Um, as we've talked about there's people all around the world and just be creative in your own way if it's not through lego do it in another way through art definitely just continue to be creative and thank you again for everyone listen to the podcast back to brick on your favorite podcast listening app you can definitely and should just subscribe so you can listen to more designers and learn about the breaking news you can also check out our website at backtobrick.com and this will have more in depth uh, with photos and some uh, further information for our designers when the episodes do come out so i thank you all for listening and make sure you continue to create and i'll leave you as i always do get creative get out there and go build something